episode two of the Tuck and Run podcast. Uh, you're here with Jake Radier and Joe Campo. What's, What's going up, on, Joe? Guys? What's up? Um, not much going on in the sports world. Uh, we had the Gronk Cruise over the weekend, which is getting a lot of play in the media. Um, a lot of hot takes coming out from different directions on Cam Newton and Gronk and all this other crap. And of course, uh, my friend Pablo Sandoval showing up to camp fat as hell. So that's Probably another like 450 pounds. Another topic for uh, for later in the show, I guess. Um, but we're going to start today talking about Roger Goodell and this $120 million little scandal that uh, happened over the weekend, I guess you'd say. Um, report is that for over three years, the NFL's withheld more than $120 million from players. Um, there was, I guess they called it an accounting error. Um which is pretty funny to think about that an accounting error was made by that large of a thing. Yeah, it sounds like something from the office space. Yeah, you know, yeah, trying right. to make a little money off. No, of, office exactly come office on. space. We had a we had a, an uh, accounting error. Figured it out uh, because the NFL Player Association so was not that stupid. The owners got caught stealing money. Is basically what happened. And you, you know, the first thing that I was talking to even someone who who really doesn't have any bias against Roger Goodell, they they said, you know, Roger Goodell had to have known about that. And it's pretty obvious he did. I mean, even if he didn't know about it, somebody had to have seen it. Oh, like, you can't just... That doesn't happen. It, no. At, at, you 120 know, million. It's not like 100,000. It's like 120 million. Yeah, so I, it's... Basically, what is that the, the NFL shares revenue with the players. Uh, and basically, they hid this to make it seem like they weren't making as much money. Um, so that the salary caps would remain lower and the owners wouldn't have to pay their players as much. It's basically how this whole kind of scheme worked. Um, so they got caught, and it's not a big story yet, but I think this is just another chink in Roger Goodell's armor, I guess you'd call it. Like, he's just, yeah. de- he, week after week, he's in the news for doing some stupid something. I mean, it just shows that he doesn't really care about the players. I mean, No, I mean, they, he's made that pretty clear, yeah, I think. I mean, he cares about being a billion-dollar organization, a billion-dollar company. He doesn't really care about what implications the pl- it has on the players or the people that are actually involved. I mean, the owners are the same way, too. Yeah, he still owes the Patriots a first-round draft pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I I'm mean, still upset about that. I'll ne- it, I won't get over it. I, I wouldn't either. I mean, first-round draft pick, and Brady wasn't even suspended. Yeah, at it's all. still going they, on. The they, fact, yeah. I don't even want to talk about Deflategate because it's a fucking nightmare, but it's still going on. And the fact that we there's been no conclusion to this at all and we still don't have a draft pick is ridiculous. They don't even know what's happened yet. Nope. And they're not even fighting over if their balls are deflated anymore. They're just fighting over that he has the right to do it or not, which is stupid in my opinion. Yeah. So Roger Goodell just making a fool out of himself again. Just so get him out. Once you get out. We wanted to touch that for like a couple minutes and just get that out there. Our our uh, weekly Roger Goodell hatred, I guess we'll probably we'll probably do that. Um, but uh, we're gonna move into a uh, a topic that's pretty sensitive to me right now. Um, I actually personally love this topic, and it's it's Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval, you're fat and you suck. That's all I have to say to you. You're fat and you suck. I I don't have words to express the happiness I feel when I see him coming into training or spring training more out of shape than he was last year. So last year the Red Sox gave Pablo Sandoval a five-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. Um, 
after the signing, I was I wasn't for it. I wasn't against it. I thought, you know, whatever. This is what guys get paid these days. You know, he's a solid third baseman. But then you see pictures of him camp last year being fat, and you're like, all right, well, he's just fat. You know, it's whatever. Then he goes out. He can't hit lefty. He can't switch it anymore. So he's only hitting fat. lefty. And he puts up the worst year of his career. I mean, he's been slowly declining, and that's why you don't give those contracts to guys like they did to Carl Crawford because they just don't care. And, Jake, what Boston should have realized when they're recruiting this guy and trying to sign him is the fact that San Francisco, they made him exercise. They had to they they put him on the treadmill for an hour a day or something like that. They didn't even want him. They, no, they didn't want him, and they made him run. I mean, his biggest thrill in life is going to practice and after practice hitting up Taco Bell, getting some quesadillas and chilling. I mean, now the World Series rings. And he got that fat paycheck. Do you think he's actually going to work out and uh, care about himself? It makes himself? me sad. It, it just makes me sad. Because he he shows up and he goes, he goes, I, I got nothing to prove. Are you, you got nothing to prove? You just had the worst year of your career after getting $100 million. You have everything to prove. You're going to get run out of town. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's going to make over $17 million this year. And he doesn't care because if he gets run out of town, he's still going to get paid. And then John, you got John Farrell and Dave Dombrowski. Oh, I, I'm fine with his off-season program. Like, yo, get, grow up, guys. You're not fine with it. Don't feed us that crap. Don't feed us that crap. He's, he looks like a freaking fat slob out there, and he's going to play like one. It's the worst thing about it. I feel like they need to take him out back and put him down, to be honest. He's <laughs> just that big. There's no, wor- there's no need to pay this man this I mean, much money. I didn't listen to it, but Tom Warner, was the Red Sox chairman, was on WEI Red Sox, so network earlier today and he said that he was disappointed with pablo when he came into camp yeah like no shit like we didn't listen to it because tom warner is awful to listen to and he, he's just miserable but like obviously you're disappointed in what he looks like the whole city of boss the whole new england is disappointed in what he looks like he doesn't care i mean he doesn't care about the rights he just cares about the paycheck and that's gonna happen like a lot at more. least hanley like as much as i think it, hanley's gonna fail at first and i hope he proves me wrong because I want to be proved wrong. Um, at least he's like showing that he cares a little bit. Yeah, you know, like this guy's just, just. Ugh. I I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what to say. I I can't stand him. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like him either. But I I, I really hope he proves me wrong this year. Like I'll be so happy if I'm wrong, but I just don't think I'm gonna be. No, he. You're gonna be right. He's gonna be horrible this year, just like last year. And I mean, he's just gonna be. Won the biggest bust in Boston I mean, in Red Sox history. Even if he just hits like two eighty with like a couple some doubles, like like dude, it's not. We're not even asking for that much. Yeah, I don't even think he can make it to second without falling over. We're really not asking for that much, in my opinion. Um, uh, that's a topic that just makes me so frustrated. I hate him right now. He's just making it so frustrating. You want to be excited, like David Price is here, and he's just like, oh no, I'm gonna shit on your faces and show up to yeah. camp. He doesn't care. 20 pounds under last year's weight. <laughs> Come on. Have you seen those pictures? He looks yeah, like Yeah, he's a, huge. Looks like he, he looks ate like a ham before he had went to practice. It looks like he's just been all off season just drinking beers and just chilling out, you know, grilling out every day, cooking like fast food, eating. <laughs> I don't even I can't even explain he's, how he's bad enjoyed he his off season, we'll yeah. say that. He probably I mean, went to Venezuela and ate half the city. It's definitely um definitely his winter weight that he put on. I don't know. Whatever, man. I, I don't want to talk about this. Let's go to your team. Um, 
the Yankees. Um, so if if everyone doesn't know, the Yankees have yeah a a policy that you they have to be clean shaven. I think you're allowed to have a mustache, but it has you to be re- mu- really yeah. cleaned up mustache. To, yeah, yeah, you can have a nice mustache. It's, it's, gotta, it's just like a, a business professional setting because the Yankees are so much better than everyone in baseball that they, they, they need are. to be professional. 27 champ- World Series championships right. show that they're better than most teams. Um, so Don Mattingly is the new manager for the Florida, or the Miami Marlins, excuse me, and he's adopting this um, new policy as well. And he is quoted as saying, let me see this, um, <clears throat> that, <laughs> let's see, just open it. <laughs> um, initially not too many guys were happy about it said reliever Mike Dunn this is Mike Dunn excuse me who shaved off his goatee before his boarding from training you can't you can fight it or you don't obviously I shaved so it's okay Mattingly said he didn't care whether players were allowed to have beards goatees or mustaches but supported the new rule guys will whine some guys like it some guys won't as long as we're consistent I think it's not that big of a deal so why do you even do it? Because you know, like, like I'm not a big generation guy, but you know in a younger generation, these dudes, don't, they want to grow goatees yeah. and mustaches well, and all that crap half and, and of beards. Are, half of them are, like, 20 years old. Guys they, make careers on growing beards yeah, these days. Like, they want to do it. Half of them are 20 years old, and they can actually finally start growing a beard, mm-hmm. you know? Don Manley, I think he's actually just trying to relive his New York Yankee days because that was his best years in life, and he's just trying to... Do something so different. dumb. Like I mean, like no one cares like that much. Like if your your pitcher has a beard or not. Like it's yeah. a joke. The fact that the Yankees still do this, it's not like 1978 anymore. Like see, I George think Steinbrenner's been gone for long enough. Like I think it's rest time. Peace, George. I think it's time for the the policies to get into the new. See, uh, I don't think that just because of the fact. I mean, Yankees have a tradition about themselves, and they you know this can date back. It's about tradition for the New York Yankees. I mean, they're not going to want you know people. With beards that are down to their ankles, you can't... Imp- Does that include trading for guys that choke their girlfriends? I mean, that's irrelevant, and that's an allegation that... I mean, there's tradition proven. right there, right? I tradition. Mean, that, that's okay. tradition, I guess, yeah. right? I mean, Come if on. you're so prestigious, I mean, you'd think you might not sign a guy that chokes his girlfriend. Um, he actually reported saying, I'm not the kind of person to hurt anybody, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure he did. I mean, I don't know the guy personally, so why should I think he's a liar? Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. come on. He. It's not like... I've heard you call people liars for less than that. I don't even care. I mean, <laughs> as long as you can th- still throw 103 miles per hour Which he can. and maybe, you know, hit a few Red Sox batters, I'm going to be perfectly Which happy. He can. Help us win games, and I don't care because it's baseball at the end of the day. But Yankees have a tradition they have to play by, and I agree with the Yankees' no-beard policy just because it's a tradition. This Miami Marlins thing, the Marlins suck. So... They should accept people if they want to grow beards down to their ankles or have hair down to, you know, the back. If a girl's better than a guy on the team, sign her up because they need something that can help them win. And this beard policy probably is going to detract players from them because they don't have the traditions that the Yankees have. I I kind of agree with that. I mean, yeah, like people don't care if you have to shave. Like Johnny Damon went to the Yankees and shaved his beard and he made himself on having a beard in Boston. So they don't care. They really don't care. But like you said, I do kind of agree Like because you're on a team that has done it for since the day they started. It's not like they just decided one year in 2016 that we're going to do it. Like 
it's it's the most the Miami Marlins are they're not proving anything to anybody by no. doing this at all. It's, it's a, actually kind of just hilarious. They have a couple they have a couple good players on their team, yeah, but they'll trade them away. Like yeah. imagine you know the guys they like they I don't know when they went 3 and then they trade away like Beckett and Miguel Cabrera and all those guys. So like yeah. they don't they don't want to pay anybody. It's because they can they can't afford to pay people like that because. They're not yeah, as the soon Red as, Sox or the Yankees. As soon as uh, Giancarlo's contract really kicks in, where they're paying that thirty-five, forty a year, then they'll be they'll be trading him somewhere too, somewhere that can afford it. Yeah, hopefully Boston. Um, well, let's continue with the Yankees because they they made the news in a different way. Um, so the Yankees hold um, spring training PR meetings, I guess you'd say, yeah, and media media do. meetings. Yeah, most teams do. Just most to, probably all of them these just days. To, yeah, just to see. Have them talk to the yeah, reporters, and, and what to say and what not yeah, to say, exactly. kind of thing. And, you know, you'd think the Yankees are so pres- prestigious, they wouldn't even need to do something like this. You got the young guys that are, can't even speak English on their team. I mean, yeah, right. they need something. So they're they're in the news. Um, they basically showed their their team the video of Russell Wilson last year in his press conference in the Super Bowl after losing to the Patriots. Um, Malcolm Butler had the greatest interception in Super Bowl history, um, and then they showed. Cam Newton, in a way, he obviously reacted after this year's Super Bowl, which he was on the stand for, what, like 45 seconds or something, and then he left. Um, I mean, granted, he heard the other team talking. I mean, I would be upset too, but... But, but, but what do you, like, do you... Do you think this really, like, players really even care like that about, like, the, this? Like, do you think that really even matters? Like, showing them this? Like, what does that even mean? Like, I mean, what does that even do? I feel like it just personally, like... You have to keep an image. I mean, you're a professional at the end of the day. People look to you like you are a celebrity kind of person nowadays in sports where little kids are looking up to you. Do you want somebody that's going to be a crybaby when they lose or do you want somebody that's going to be there to take responsibility for themselves and and realize what they did wrong to make themselves better? I feel like Cam, he had his hood on when he walked into the interview and he looked like a a little crybaby. I mean, first of all, Cam, dive on the fumble. Show people that you care. Yeah. But... I agree with that. I mean, Russell Wilson, he's definitely a more professional quarterback in my standpoint, just the way he, he talks to the media and he's, he just dresses more professionally and he acts more professionally. I mean, Cam, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I don't have anything against what he does. I think he brings a fun like little kid aspect to the game and I definitely enjoy that to some aspects. No, I agree. I mean, if you're if you're you know if your star quarterback can't handle the pressure and can't can't uh, you know talk to the press after the game, it doesn't. It, it makes your whole team look bad. So I mean, I I understand why they, I guess why they showed it to them. But like, is it really? Is there such a situation that the Yankees like go through every day that they need to like compare like their what they're doing to what Cam and Russell Wilson do? I don't know. It just doesn't I mean, make any sense. To I me. feel like it's more. Tort for the like the pitchers that are like starting pitchers because they only pitch once every pa- five. Pavelbon yeah. needs this little lesson. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, because like think about it this way: like you're you're up two to one, in the bottom of the ninth, and say something happens and you blow the save. Yeah. Obviously, you're in New York. You're one of the biggest media markets in the world. People are gonna be talking to you and like asking you questions. What'd you do wrong? Why why this happen? What that you can't be a little baby about. It. You just gotta say but, hey. But I mean. That, but I think the the message behind it is not even more of how he reacted in just the Super Bowl. It's the Yankees don't want their players like having a personality outside of the organization's personality. I don't know. I mean, I whoever think... has on the Yankees besides maybe David Wells has had a personality. In, I wouldn't because I wouldn't even say Roger Clemens really did. Like on the field, he had a personality. Mickey but... Mantle, one of the best ever. <laughs> 
He was a drunk. He... All right. I'm talking about, yeah, the baseball was a completely different game. They were smoking cigarettes in the dugout when he was playing. I'm talking about in the last 15 years, what Yankee has had a personality? You can't name one. I mean, I feel like you they can't. have, I feel like they do have a personality. It's called a winning personality. Okay. I okay. mean, you have to be a winner to be on the Yankees. And if you act like a, a sore loser every time you lose a game, it's a 162-game season. If you act like a Cam Newton that cries about and throws a towel over his head every time he does something wrong, I mean, I feel like there's a problem with that. Like, grow up, you're a professional athlete, you know, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to do wrong, just own up to them and, you know, be a professional. All right, Mr. Professional, whatever you say. I am. I don't, I don't believe a word is coming out of your mouth, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, do you want to get into... I guess continue with Cam Newton because, you know, the articles never stop. Um, we mentioned the Gronk cruise was this weekend. Um, so Gronk sponsors, Gronk basically will do anything for a dollar is what it comes down to. He will basically be in any commercial or any event as long as you're giving him at least a dollar and he can dance, um, rave on a cruise ship. And he just dances for like four days while they go to the Bahamas and they party at the beach event. And then like girls that, and people that Gronk came to party with. Yeah. Um, pretty standard cruise. <laughs> so this, there was a, a moment on the, on the cruise. I'll try to give you some background here that uh, Gronk was dancing on the stage and doing whatever. And he offer there's a couple making out and he stopped the music and called them out and then said I'll give you 10 grand cash right now if you bang in front of everybody and <laughs> which you know to most people they find that to be a joke um which it obviously was um Gronk wouldn't have given people $10,000 because that's not something Gronk would do um no matter what they did I think it's just, <laughs> it was definitely a joke and I mean you're on that cruise with Gronk yeah, like what do you expect is exactly. going to happen so so that's the background story for the Gronk Cruise. So today I woke up this morning, and there was an article on Twitter that uh, was written by uh, Matthew Van Tryon um, of Charlotte via Indy, according to his Twitter. So you know what that means. Um, he's from Indy, so he's an Indy fan, and he hates the Patriots, and he hates Rob Gronkowski, and he wants to compare it to Cam Newton because he lives in Carolina. So this whole story is starting to make sense. And it's written, he writes for the Sporting News, who um, is a garbage website in general. Um, don't ever go on it if you're looking for actual sports material. So he starts out saying, imagine Cam Newton shouting 10 grand cash right now if you bang in front of everybody to a bunch of people on a cruise ship. Imagine the reaction. The internet would explode. Which I agree. And it did when Gronk said it too. Yeah. So what's your point? Right? What's the point? And this is exactly what Robert. Why the double standard? He says the professional status is the same, their talent is the same, their income is the same, their race. Gronkowski is white, Cam is black. People love Gronk, Cam. People hate Cam. It's basically what he says. This is ridiculous. First this, of all, to this make this bad. this situation and compare it to Cam Newton and make it about race is the, the stupidest thing I've ever read. Like this makes no sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Nope. There's no reason to write this article in the first place because it's just, I mean, literally, I, I made you it know why he just wants people to click on it. Yeah. He's got 700 followers on Twitter. Exactly he needs, what to, I was he needs to get more friends, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he does look like a big goober, too, like big old glasses on. Just, he doesn't even look like he <laughs> watches sports. He's just a nerd. Yeah. He, so he goes on. 
and talks about Gronk versus Cam, but he really answers his question, and and that's my point of this whole thing. I don't even want to talk about race. I want him to answer his own question when he does right here. There is the only diff, there, there is a difference. Their respective positions, quarterback and tight end, are unavoidable factors too. We expect more from quarterbacks: more class, more leadership, and more discipline. You just answered your question, buddy. Exactly. That's why Gronk can do this, and that's why Cam Newton can't. If even though Cam Newton can, and people are gonna rip him just like you're ripping Gronk right now, it's the same thing. So you're making it a point. You're not. Your point is non-existent, in my opinion. Exactly. So, like the fact that he wants to compare it to race is just is just doesn't make any sense. Like Cam Newton is a quarterback that has won nothing yet. He had a great year this year. He won the MVP. Like that's it doesn't. That's he, didn't, great. he didn't win a ring. That's a great regular season quarterback. I mean, he did good. If, he didn't win. He didn't win the ring. And I mean, you're comparing the dances that they do. Like yeah, like so in 2011, Gronk was hurt. He he had a forearm thing and he had an ankle thing. And in the Super Bowl, he he didn't really he wasn't productive. He he had a bad game. And the next day, he was seen dancing. The boss. It might not have been national media. They but I, the Boston media ripped him to shreds. They're like, you can dance, but you can't go out and perform this and that. They ripped him apart. And and if Gronk had this year, if that or if Gronk had been not healthy or wasn't a factor in the playoffs or wasn't a factor last year in the Super Bowl and the Patriots lost, he'd still be getting torched because he would have been that guy that can't stay healthy and he's not that good as everyone says. So he'd be getting torched too. Johnny Manziel gets torched every single time, and he's a he white des- quarterback. Well, he deserves it too, though. And he does deserve it, but but I'm saying, but no one's torching Cam for dancing. It's an 80 year old white lady that yeah. that wrote a letter to the Charlotte Observer. Is the only one that cares about Cam Newton's the, dancing. The only thing I have a problem with with the dancing that Cam Newton does is when he throws a touchdown pass to one of his receivers, and they're in the one corner in the end zone. He runs down and does you know that stupid dab that he does in the other end, and doesn't celebrate with his teammates. But other than that, he's giving the balls out to the little kids that have you know they're all apparently all have issues it seems like when they're coming out in the news like something's going on and it makes their their life you know so um just kind of going more through the art i agree i mean he, he cam does do that and and, and i did I, my point of bringing this whole thing up wasn't to make it about what cam does and what gronk does because that to me they're the same and they don't matter it does it, it, it's his their own ver- and people that say gronk is like self-aware of it. Like Gronk literally tweeted out after the cruise that he was like, I'm so glad I got to dance in such a big scene in front of people. Like all he wants to do is dance in front of people. He just wants like, to dance. Cam dude. Newton, the reason he gets so much backlash is he wanted to be a a, a crusader and, and be the, the new face of the black quarterback. And, and, you know, and we don't need all that from you, Cam. We just want you to go out and play football. We Like Gronk does. He just goes out and plays football, and then he goes and dances crazy. Exactly. Like, he's not trying to be anybody he's not. He's the, just going out there and playing football, and do, and then he's going to dance. The difference is is that Cam Newton is buying into there is a race problem with well, him being a... No, because like the, this guy, Matt Van Tryon, or whatever his name is, he's making he's one of the people that are making the race problem well, with court. I agree with that, and that's my point. Is he's, just, he's just literally making this stuff, this story up out of thin air. It's and just, stupid. And it, it makes no sense. But So that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up, because it literally doesn't make any sense. And it, everyone just shakes their heads and chuckles and says, oh, Gronk. Yeah, because Gronk's not up there saying that he's the new face of the NFL. Exactly. And he's the the best player to ever play his position. He doesn't say stuff like that. He goes out and he performs 
and he goes and dances crazy. And he holds football with his shirt camp. off. And he holds football camps for yeah, girls and he laughs only over that, 21. Yeah, and he know? laughs when you use the number 69. Yeah. Like, he's literally he's a 12-year-old. He's in a massive, unhuman, or inhuman body. Yeah, he's a, he's a little kid, but you have to realize he's still 26, and... You know, he went, the reason he goes to, where do you go, Arizona State? Arizona, yeah. Or Arizona? Because, for the pool parties. Well, for the pool parties. Yeah. I mean, And that's 100% Gronk. Yeah. Like, like, he, that's just, he's not trying to be anyone he's not. And, and I'm not saying that I don't like what Ken Newton does and that I don't respect what he does, because I definitely do. But the reason this guy doesn't understand why he gets so much backlash is because he's trying to do that kind yeah. of thing. He's trying to be this crusade and... And be like, he'd say, there's never been a, a person like me. There's never been a person like Gronk either, but Gronk's not saying that. Gronk just goes on a cruise and dances. Yeah, he just... That's the difference. That's why it's not about race, and it's not because Cam's black and because Gronk's white. It's because Cam tries to be... He's trying to be this new face and to say that I'm this, I'm that, when he's just another football player that, granted, he's great. He's just another football player, and Gronk understands that he's just another football player, and he just wants to dance. Gronk wants to... The difference is, is that Cam is a quarterback, like this guy is saying. He is a quarterback. He's the face of your franchise, no matter what. Like Gronk, Gronk is a, one of the greatest tight ends to play the game, but he's not the face of the Patriots. Who is Tom Brady? Tom Brady's a he's a quarterback. That's who's going to win you the games. That's who's going to get all the, you know, the insults after you lose or you throw the la- game losing interception. Yep. And you keep reading. I'll keep reading here. It says Gronk spikes Cam dabs. Gronk dances. Cam gives football to kids. Gronk opens his mouth and begs people to see him. That line is literally not true. Gronk, I've never heard Gronk. I've literally probably listened to every interview Gronk's ever given. And he's never said, look at me, I'm the best tight end in the league. He literally just like sounds like a kid who is repeating a script that Bill Belichick told him to say. And he says, you know, I'm just here to, to, to catch balls and be here for the team. Like, that's what he says every time. Like, he doesn't say anything to the media besides or make a 69 joke when he goes on, like, Conan O'Brien. Like, yeah. that's what he does. Like, he's not begging people to see him. He just goes to the club and dances with his shirt off like an idiot because that's what he is. An that's idiot. what he – yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just a, he's a, he's a child. And, he... and then he keeps going. Sorry, Joe. Cam decides he doesn't want to open his mouth after the toughest loss of his career. Gronk wins no matter what he does. Whether Cam wins or Cam loses, he really never wins. That's stupid because they're all talking about how great of a person Cam was the whole season. If Cam Newton wins the Super Bowl, there's no one, no one is bashing Cam Newton like this guy thinks that they are. No, he's Cam Newton is the biggest winner in probably in like the recent NFL history, like of that of if he were to win that Super Bowl. Like he would have yeah. been a huge polarizing figure in NFL if he had won that. And he he probably will win one and he probably will be when that happens. But the year they had and everything, he would have got praise from every single person in the country. Exactly. And the thing is, like Cam never wins. I mean, he's not gonna be a winner because of the fact like he's not gonna be considered somebody that's actually a good person or uh, a good winner when he loses the way he does when he puts his hood up when he walks in granted he may have heard the other team talking bad about him but there's no reason to act like that you just come out there you say we should have did better i should have dove on that ball blah 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 and then you're not in the news like this you're not in the national spotlight they move on to the winners of the super bowl in all honesty if you're if you're a normal person and you want to get fired up today just read this article because even if you're a Cam Newton fan, which this guy obviously is, 
I feel I still feel like and I and I'm I'm a Cam Newton fan. Like I'm obviously I'm not a Panthers fan, but I like Cam Newton and I don't think like I, I didn't like that he didn't dive on the ball, but I also didn't really care about his post game press conference. You can do whatever you want, dude. You just lost a Super Bowl. I wouldn't want to talk to the media either. I don't care about that. But like this guy says Newton gets treated dif- differently because he Newton is black. Gronkowski is white. And if you think I'm wrong, just imagine Newton asking some people to bang in front of everybody. This guy is making it sound like he's at, like, Gronk just went up to, like, these two random people and was like, well, I mean, he kind of did, but, like, at, a, like, a, you know, just a normal yeah. thing. Like, this it, was a Gronk was, cruise. Yeah, they like, came for Gronk. Like, yeah, like, people knew what they were getting into. This wasn't, like, oh, like, I'm making some, like, crude sex joke in, like, the middle of, like, church. Like, it, like he's like, yeah. this guy's trying to make this seem like it's the worst thing ever. And it's not. Matthew Van Tryon, go... Oh my god, dude! Yeah, you he's an idiot. I, I hope I so see him in a bar frustrated. And you live, you're in the Charlotte area, and he's been on the radio all day. I really wish I listened to what he had to say because this is just like there's nothing. It's actually they had the they had the link on here. We should have listened to it before. Damn, I want to listen to that. That's gonna be entertaining. Um, but this guy, Matthew Rentrine, I know you'll never hear this. Uh, maybe we'll try to get it to you somehow on Twitter. But dude. This is ridiculous, man. Oh, this I'm going to find you, This Matt. is a, like, you're literally just trying to get people to click on your on your article. I mean, he... That's all it is. It's not even good. It's, it's like, 500 words, and it's, like, it's not good, dude. Like, you just made this out of thin air. Put it this way. This guy, he's a reporter. He has 13,700 tweets in his lifetime, but he only has 707 followers. This guy has, or 795 800 followers. followers. Yeah, almost 800 followers. That's not a lot. That's not a, a lot. New, a news writer. Or no, a, come a supposed on, journalist. Yeah. Like, Granted, this, our podcast has 10, but that's different. Well, I mean, we guys. just started like <laughs> two di- like last week. So, you know, next this time next year, we're probably going to have over a million followers. You yeah. know? <laughs> and like a bunch of sponsors. So if you're trying to sponsor, yeah. just let us know. We need commercial breaks to yeah. cut this up. So if you're feeling it, let us know yeah. once again. But seriously, Matthew Van Tryon. You tried really hard on this article, um, and it failed. Um, if I, I'm sure, I don't know where you went to school, journalism school, but I'm sure your teacher would not give you a good grade for this because it really, really was made up out of thin air. And you're pretty much just trying to say, if I like Rob Gronkowski, I'm a racist, and if I don't, because I, I don't like Cam, and that's just ridiculous because they literally are not related in any way whatsoever you want to know what he did do though he made it so we talked about him no i agree so like he that's maybe what, that's, he a, got no he got what he wanted he definitely I mean, did he got people talking about it he he's went, all over the radios in charlotte today and ex- so he got exactly what he exactly wanted. and it, i mean he's gonna he probably do, he, i wish we knew how many followers he had before he posted this this morning because yeah. i guarantee you it was less like than 500 200. he probably got 300 followers just today yeah, but or honestly, he probably didn't because his article was so freaking bad. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is just this guy. He's you know right now in the country we have a big race problem supposedly, blah blah blah. But he's doing it so people that don't even know sports are reading in on this and you know listening to and, what he has. And to And they're say. thinking what he's saying is right, but yeah. it's not. It's 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 just completely Kim Newton wrong. gets crap because he act. He I'm not like he doesn't win. He hasn't won yet. If he went, if he wins a ring, people won't care what Cam Newton does, and it does, and that's, then that's the truth, and it really doesn't go any different than that. Matthew Van Tryon, you you can do all you want to 
tell us that it's because of race and it's it's just not true um so you got a different side um from we, we, we ran a little quick so we could we got yeah, a little yeah, bit of little time, time to talk one more topic if we want um the big rumor throughout the Cowboys throughout the Cowboys I did see that you see that but mm-hmm. then um, which makes sense it does make sense but the Cowboys VP denies reports where we're going well, to I come down. Well, I think they probably just reconsidered that because what's uh, uh, Randy Gregory just went down or suspended stance on Greg Hardy when they need an extra defensive exactly. end. Exactly, and and they also are they only have like three D linemen at this. Um, yeah, their front seven was okay this year. Yeah, I mean to be honest, they actually put up. They weren't all really together. Played really really well for the fact that they had no offense what whatsoever. They actually let up less touchdowns this year than they did when they went twelve and four. Mm-hmm. So I think they played well as a as a core to be paid a lot. I mean, people are going to argue the fact, yeah, he beats his women. I like teams that you know sign people that beat their women. Good because yeah, I want them. You do, yeah. It's, I mean, it's because a track record it, you have at these. At this it, I mean, no, I but guess. no. I'm. I mean, I really don't want Greg Hardy back just because, like, when they signed him for the first time around, they didn't release the pictures. Yeah, so, no, th- I agree that once was... they release the pictures, I feel like there's big issues with that. I mean, he literally beat the crap out of this Yeah, girl. like threw around a bed of guns and stuff. It's yeah. so scary stuff. The dude doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. The yeah. NFL people don't understand, and players understand that it's 100% a privilege to be an NFL athlete. Mm-hmm. And if you do crap like that, you don't deserve. As much as like people say, like you know, you give him a second chance, blah blah blah. Like that dude's a scumbag. He yeah, doesn't deserve, he's a, he doesn't he's deserve an anything in no. his life. And like they did, Cowboys did give him a second chance before they, you know, saw the pictures and everything reported out. And like I don't mind second chances, but when there's when yeah. they get a second chance and you don't, you know, do anything from it, I mean, there's been issues with yeah. him all year. I mean, I really would hope the Cowboys don't resign this guy. I mean, he's just a bad person and a bad teammate overall too. I mean, yeah, he he did start some crap on the he, sidelines and stuff this year. He too. almost he tried fighting the coach. Yeah, like, no, you can't he, do that. He's a scumbag. He, he just doesn't deserve to play in the NFL. Nope, um, at all. So, all right, I guess we're at thirty-five minutes. That's pretty good. We don't want to keep you guys here too long. Um, that's I guess that's episode two of the Tuck and Run podcast. Joe, any final thoughts? You excited to watch anything or do anything this weekend? What do you mean, got planned? I'm just excited to see the Red Sox lose. You know, come in last place and watch them have the highest. I kind of just hope like I kind of just hope that Pablo Sandoval just like gets hurt. Yeah, <laughs> so then we can just move Hanley to third or something, and yeah, then let something. Travis Shaw play first. Like that'd be probably best case scenario right now. Yeah. So if that happens, Red Sox fans, keep your hopes up that Pablo won't even see the field this year. That'd be cool. And Matthew Van Tryn, we're speaking to you today. Yeah. If Grow we up, see buddy. you, yeah. Grow up. If we see you out in Charlotte, you know, <laughs> we're gonna I'm give a, you the business. We're gonna tell you what's up. <laughs> yeah. We're All gonna... right. You four-eyed freak. Grow up, dude. That's we're gonna have that segment. We're gonna that's gonna be the name of it for next show. Grow up. We're gonna pick someone that we hate and just talk about them. And yeah. Tell them to grow up. And Matthew it's Van Tryon. It's pretty Tryan. insulting to get toned to grow, grow up. So yeah, grow up, dude. Matthew Van Tryon. Go back to Indy. We're telling you to go back to Indy. We don't want you in Charlotte. Yeah. Tuck and Run podcast episode two. We'll be out of here. See you later.